welcome to the PLMR podcast. My name's Neve Mercer and I'm a Senior Account Manager at PLMR and today I'm joined by Alex Hackett who's a Senior Account Director and also our Head of Digital. Hello Alex. Hello, lovely to be here. Great to have you. So today we're going to be talking about um, one of the most striking events which has captured the nation over the past year and that's all about Marcus Rashford who's the Manchester United and England football star who's been campaigning and lobbying um, very well, very successfully in order to help provide um, free school meals for some of the most poor children and most vulnerable children in our society as typically the children who are recipients of free school meals when it comes to summer um, holidays, October half term, Christmas, Easter, they might not actually be able to be fed properly during those times if their parents are struggling and Marcus really wants the government to kind of step in and provide some more financial support to help families feed their children. So over the summer you might remember that Marcus was campaigning for this um, and was managed to get the government to kind of backtrack, which many of us thought would be replicated then again over Oct- October half-term and Christmas. However, at a recent parliamentary debate and vote, that was not the case. So we were back in the same position of really having to get public support, um, which was all led by Marcus Rashford to kind of get the government to change their minds. So do you want to step in, Alex, and kind of talk about the digital campaigning that you got involved with around this? Absolutely. So um, I think, like everybody, I was following the, uh, the the development on Marcus's campaign very closely. It was it was really inspiring to see uh, see all of the work that he was done uh, doing, and so much of what people were willing to do to step in and, and help during this obviously uh, a crazy year for everybody. Um, I think it all started for me when that Commons vote happened. Um, uh, Marcus uh, was getting all sorts of tweets from all sorts of organisations, businesses, local authorities, schools, all sorts of things, who were willing to um, step in and, and sort of bridge the gap uh, and, and cook some free school meals uh, for those vulnerable families over half term. And Marcus took it on himself to share some of the the, the names, addresses, business names of these organisations with a little pin marker to say where exactly they were you know brighton bristol london etc and it was it was really inspiring i think over the course of uh, the two or three hours that i was i was following it uh, late one night he was sharing hundreds you know it was just slowly snowballing as these sort of digital digital campaigns can often often do people see others giving so generously and and, and inspired to do it themselves and i thought god this is a really great initiative and you know it could really help and and, and reach out to so many different people all across the country. And I thought, God, it'd be, the, 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 only, the only problem is it's hard to then search that information in right. Marcus's Twitter feed. And I think, I think one of the things that like good digital campaigning can do and like good digital utility, good digital platform building can do is try and make data as accessible as possible. So mm-hmm. I immediately, with my sort of digital cap on, thought maybe uh, there's a better way of sort of displaying this information. Um, so I thought the best way... I could see of doing that would be a map. You know, you could you could plot all of the different places uh, that Marcus had tweeted on 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 a map, and then when you know people were in that area, they'd be able to see. I certainly really wanted to see all the businesses in my area that were that were willing to do this. So, um, you know, I had this idea, and we we talked internally, and we actually we reached out to our to our friends at the Food Foundation, who were actually working with Marcus on. Um, on, on, on this initiative, uh, on so, all sorts of, of, of initiatives around his campaign. And they loved the idea. And, um, you know, we knew we had to sort of work quickly in order to meet the, the, the half term. So over the course of a, a, a long 
evening. <laughs> I, uh, I built a prototype, which ended up pretty much being the actual thing uh, of this uh, of this map. And uh, together we sort of launched it with the with the Food Foundation from working out all of the sort of bugs and kinks of that. And um, it was it was a really sort of lovely thing to see such instant success from. There were mm-hmm. so many people that immediately said, "Oh, this is really great! This really help uh, you know uh, instantly putting their business on on mm-hmm. the map and searching for their own." Uh, for their own area to see what was being provided uh, there, and just it just snowballed. I mean, over the course of uh, that that short, you know, maybe a forty-eight hour window, you know, we we're having tens of thousands of visitors go to the website. Which obviously, if anyone anyone works in digital, will know that has its own challenges. Uh, but there was loads and loads of uh, loads and loads of people submitting and sharing it across social media. We had hundreds of thousands of shares by the end of it. And even more gratifying was just seeing the breadth of locations uh, that were being represented. People, businesses, organizations, schools, food banks were submitting to the to the map um, from every corner of the country. Um, you know, we we're having some really remote places finding it. It just goes to show how, how fast these sort of digital campaign, campaigns can go. So yeah, it's all, it's all in a bit of a whirlwind, but um, right. I love and you're working on it. Absolutely, and is there, I don't know if you kind of have this information off the top of your head or if it's growing all the time. Do you have like an approximate number of businesses and organisations that submitted and are now located on this map? Um, I, I, of Couldn't course. I, I, uh, <laughs> so we, we have, uh, it was over uh, 1,100 submitted to the map over the space of 72 hours, something wow. like that. Uh, which is just, yeah, so awesome, so amazing. Um, uh, and yeah, I think... Um, I think we, we, we reached in total, I, I, I actually don't know the, the final total, but it was it was around 70 or 80,000 had visited it within about 72 hours. So, I mean, it was just, yeah, it just, it was really, it was so lovely to see. And we got all sorts of support from really, really nice places all around the internet. Jamie Oliver tweeted about it, uh, Hugh Fernley Whittingstall, um, Mayor of London, um, uh, lots of MPs got on board. Um, it was just really nice to see a sort of community effort mm-hmm. all across Twitter. Um, sharing the map and doing as much as they could so definitely um and in terms of so obviously to create this map you obviously you need the know-how the skill set to move quickly um what and, and it's been you know a really great success and just a fantastic resource but what else would you say is needed for this type of digital campaign to really work you know is did it is it helpful that it's such a huge celebrity footballer name who people are plugged into it or is it that the topic is really emotive you know uh, I can recall that there was a lot of conservative MPs who were kind of coming out and saying you know they don't see this as a vote against whether children should be able to eat but a vote on the you know, political or policy-based ways that they think that they should this should be achieved. Um, and you know, I think Marcus Rashford Rashford would come back to that and say, of course, there's longer-term things you can have in place, but for the children who are hungry now, what are we going to do? So there was a lot of discourse around that, which is really you know emotional, and um, I think that was one of the reasons people were so interested. So, what do you think some of the components are that really help a digital campaign like this? Um, go as far as they yeah, did. It's a, it's a, it's a really good question. I think, I think on, the, I think when I, when I come back to it, I think the the best digital campaigns that I've worked on always the, the digital side of it is providing some sort of solution. You know, it, it's doing something that you can't easily do non digitally, and digital is providing something that just wouldn't be possible otherwise. So I, I, I think what was so good about 
that work was that it was providing something really tangible that was so obviously benefiting the work and the campaign that others were doing. Um, and I think any campaign that just any digital campaign that just makes it easier, you know, we've worked on so many different, you know, public affairs campaigns where people have a shared feeling when they, you know, they, they just don't have the tools in their hand to try and make mm-hmm. a difference. And there's something very gratifying that, that digital can do in giving, you know, engaged communities of people the tools they need to be able to affect change themselves. I think that at the end of the day is what all digital campaigning comes down to. So I think having a having a great cause is obviously fantastic and makes an enormous difference. And I think having uh, a good set of digital tools and skills that you can just draw upon and, and provide for people just allows them to then go out and do, you know, so much of the heavy lifting. We didn't spend a single money on advertising this work or anything like this. We just simply put out something that we thought was really good and really easy to use mm-hmm. and hoped just it would share itself, that people would have use for it, have need for it, and that it would it would have a have have its own sort of life in in that. Mm-hmm. So, um, which which proves proved to be true. So I think I think yeah I think you can you can have lots of very fancy digital tools and very digital skills at your at your disposal. But I think what matters most is that you're providing the tools that are specifically needed for a community to affect change. I think that's what that's what does it. Mm, got it. Interesting. Um, and obviously the the kind of backdrop of all of this was the coronavirus pandemic um it's been many 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 months now it feels like i can't remember a time that we weren't talking about it um but with the vaccine on the horizon i'm seeing reports that maybe you know by april life will have resumed some kind of normality do you think that we've all been a lot of for the majority of us who've been lucky enough to be able to work from home and work remotely you know the role of digital phones laptops technology in our lives has just been brought ever more to the forefront do you think that this is something that we can expect to see even once coronavirus is gone was this kind of the trend anyway is this kind of digital element of campaigning really essential what do you think i think i think i think you're right i think i think what this pandemic has shown is that a lot of the um a lot of the assumptions that we made about the way in which we were going to work have have, have happened and, and, and were correct predictions. They've just sort of accelerated. This has been an right. enormous, I think, for, for the clients that we've, we've worked with over this period. You know, they had dipped their toes perhaps in doing webinars before. And, you know, maybe they did a, a remote call meeting with a regional office once a week, that sort of thing. And now that's happening every single day right. and just making sure that you have the infrastructure to do that. And I think... I think it's also shown with so much more time, we've seen such an obvious natural uptick in the amount of time people are spending online. I think when it comes to digital campaignings, I think I think that's now going to, it's going to be digital first from right. now on. I think as great as a real world stunt is, uh, and as important as it is, I think just having a, a, a sort of a mobilised digital community around an issue is just going to become a prerequisite. And I think that's, that was already the trend, but now I think yeah. has been made. It, it's impossible to do without. Um, so, no, I, th- I think for us, certainly from our digital side, it's obviously been a, a, a whirlwind time of us uh, adapting to try and take on as much of the stuff that we were doing in real in real time as 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 online. Um, but no, I think I think it's been I think it's been very interesting. I think we'll have to see what <coughs> happens in the longer term. But I think for now, it's. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely all digital first yeah absolutely and that was kind of maybe reflected across the pond in the 2020 election they had over there with 
you know, the Biden campaign deciding to be digital and really go through that with the pandemic and the Trump campaign less so. And I guess the, the takeaway from both of these is that just the power of being online and the digital comms has. Um, I don't know if you'd, in terms of political campaigning specifically, if you think maybe there's a kind of been a takeaway here from not just our government, but for politicians in general, is it the same message that really digital first is the way to go? Um, or is it more kind of topic specific and really whether it has that leverage for the public to get behind a specific issue? And that really depends on how how big of an impact digital campaigning can have. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think we've seen some uh, some some politicians and some organisations really grasp the nettle and 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 take the opportunity to go the sort of digital first uh, as as much as possible. You you rightly point out how it shaped the American election this time around. I, I can think of so many of the uh, sort of quick digital turnaround tools that they they provided in order to. To, to try and leverage a, a moment, you know, even even small, ridiculous things like, you know, flies on the vice president's head during <laughs> debates, that sort of thing. I remember, I remember, um, uh, you know, I remember them, them having all sorts of little mini games and things to share, little little things that they, they could turn around within a second. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think we certainly saw that over the, the, the 2019 election. Um, I think that the, the Conservatives were very nimble when it came to creating sort of digital assets and things that their activists could share. I, mm-hmm. uh, my, my mind instantly goes to all of those uh, purposefully badly designed graphic design, uh, social media shared Twitter graphics mm. and images and videos. And Mine goes like to Boris Johnson doing Love Actually. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. I think there was a, there was... There was clear. It was clear that it wasn't just people that had um, an understanding of digital campaigning, but also understood the internet more generally, the culture of the internet, right. and how different how different that can be. Um, but I, I, I think I think it, I, I wouldn't wish to make a, an enormous prediction about how, how <laughs> things will change in this crazy crazy coronavirusy world. But um, I I definitely think that we're going to see a lot more interesting innovative digital campaigns as we are now forced to only work within that medium i think so much to think about thank you um so if people want to look at this amazing platform and tool that you've created where can they find it oh well you can go to kidsmealsmap.co.uk we're still it's still up and running so you can have a little look uh, at how how it works and how we built it um um i'm very I'm very, very proud of how, how, how it's gone. Really excited to, to see what comes next. Great, as you should be. It's a really fantastic resource for people to have. Thank you, Maeve. Thank you.